0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast, and today I'm going to go over my AEW All Out preview and predictions, Uh, and the list I have here, it might not be in order, so uh, just, you know, be patient with me here. Uh, The first match I have on here that was actually supposed to be on the buy-in, and supposedly that got moved up into the main card due to the Andrade and Pac match, and unfortunately that's not going to take place at All Out. Uh, due to the fact that Pac is having uh, travel issues coming over from the UK over into the States. So that match is off for all out and that the women's casino battle Royal got moved up to the main card. Um, this women's battle Royal man. To me, I think it's very important. And one of the biggest reasons is the women's roster right now for AEW. I think the women's roster for AEW right now is lacking a lot of talent um, or depth, if you will, on that women's roster. I mean, The the women that are on that roster right now, such as like Nyla Rose, Chris Statlander, obviously Britt Baker, Red Velvet, Jay Cargill, just to name a couple, are a lot of suitable names, you know, Sheeta, Rio. But there's not really that star that they can make right now, or they're not really making another star in the women's division besides Britt Baker. And Baker right now is red hot to the point where I don't see her losing that belt for a little while. Um, which I will get to obviously with her match against Chris, Standler, uh, Chris Statlander later, but as far as this Casino Women's Battle Royal, I it was I was back and forth on it on who I thought was going to win this. Number one, you can't deny Jay Cargill. Um, Jay Cargill is looking indestructible right now, um, and looks like a force to be reckoned with, and a suitable challenger for Britt Baker or Chris Statlander for that AEW Women's Championship. The other pick I had to choose to win. The women's battle royal is a surprise entrant into the women's battle royal, and that one being Ruby Soho, aka Ruby Riot. Uh, I think Ruby Riot is definitely coming over to Dynamite. I'd be very surprised if she does not show up at all. Out and um, a lot of the vignettes she's been having um, have been talking about AEW, talking about Chicago. So I definitely think Ruby Riot or Ruby Soho, if you will, will be. At all out in this women's battle royal, and I think my pick is that she's going to get the win and go over in this battle royal, and eventually ch- uh, challenge Britt Baker for her AEW Women's Championship, which I'm all for it. the The women's division needs more talent in that division. Uh, the AEW women division right now is lacking, and I've stated that multiple times. Man, it's one of the biggest heels, Achilles heels right now for AEW. It's just it's not the women's division is not that good for AEW. It's just not. Everything else for AEW is on par. And beyond. I mean, their tag team division is, is amazing. Uh, the single competitors for the men, phenomenal. You know what I mean? But the women's roster right now, as a whole, it's just lacking a lot of depth and a lot of talent right now on that women's roster. And they're not really building names on that roster that they have right now. So I think Ruby Soho will come in as an entrant into this women's battle royal and end up securing the win. So I'm going to pick Ruby Soho to get the win in the women's casino battle royal. Moving on from that, the next match I have on my list here, it is Paul White making his in-ring debut for AEW against QT Marshall. Now, again, I'm a little back and forth on this match, too, um, in the beginning. It looks like, you know, Paul White's going to come into this match with a whole lot of vengeance stating for what happened uh, this past uh, Dynamite you know, when he was attacked by the Gun Club and pretty much Billy Gunn in um, that whole little segment that they were having between Paul White and QT Marshall. So I'm definitely going to pick Paul White to get the win in this match. Now, I will say this. I'm hoping it's kind of a one-off for Paul White, that this is not going to be something that we're going to see him on AEW Television Wrestling on a consistent basis week in and week out. Paul White, I mean, that man's had a lot of surgeries, man, come back from a lot of injuries. And that's face facts, man. The Big Show or whatever you guys want to call him, Paul White, he's not the same Big Show or Paul White that we've seen 10, 15 years ago. This is not going to happen. And for me, honestly, it's better for him to be on commentary than to be inside the square circle and competing again. Am I excited to see him go up against QT Marshall? Absolutely. It's the big show. But I'm hoping it's a one-off. I don't want to see him have a, like, you know, a run in AEW where he's challenging for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. It's just not needed. There's nothing more for that man to do with professional wrestling than to be a commentator. It was one of the biggest things that brought him in into AEW was to be a commentator for Elevation. I'd rather have him in that role than to be an in ring competitor on a weekly basis. I think I'm hoping that this is just a one off, but my pick is Paul White to get the win over QT Marshall at All Out. Moving on from that, I go to my next match on the list here. It is John Moxley versus Kojima. Again, this is going to be a really good, interesting matchup. And the reason why I say it's going to be interesting, man, is because John Moxley's take on New Japan. As of late, man, it seems like obviously AEW has this forbidden door wide open where, you know, Kenny Omega's working with Impact Wrestling and so on and so forth. And, you know, Lance Archer went over to have a match with Tanahashi for the uh, IWGP United States Championship where, unfortunately, Lance Archer, you know, lost the belt and Tanahashi, you know, became champion. Uh, but Jon Moxley, to me, is the main guy right now, the catalyst, if you will, keeping that door wide open. And the relationship between aew and new japan um and moxley has stated multiple times in different promos and backstage interviews that he wants to have matches with tanahashi now i don't know if we're going to get this match with tanahashi between you know john moxley and tanahashi because i think it's gonna be great if that were to happen um, but there's still a lot of new japan talent that i would love to see come over to aew or for a pay-per-view like number one tanahashi being a big one okada being a humongous name coming into the States, having a match with even Kenny Omega. Um, and I stated that when this whole forbidden door thing was wide open, there's a lot of notable New Japan talent over there that would make great matches with the roster that AEW has right now. For a prime example, the Elite versus the Bullet Club. I would love to see a blood and guts kind of cage match between the Elite and the Bullet Club for New Japan. I think that would be great. Um, but I definitely I definitely think John Moxley will get the win over Kojima in this matchup, but I I definitely think with this win, it's going to start opening up more doors between AEW and New Japan, or at least I hope so. Because it was the same thing with Kenny Omega, man. We got Kenny Omega going over to Impact, and besides Gallows and Anderson, nobody else was coming over to AEW. I kind of want to see some Impact talent go to AEW and some New Japan talent come over to AEW as well. Now, credit New Japan has done a great job doing that. We have Kenta, we had Kenta on AEW, and we have Kojima. And it's great. You know what I mean? But I want to see more notable talent come over from each promotion, maybe work in AEW and vice versa. If this forbidden door is really open, let's see some more notable names like an Okada or Tanahashi come over into the States, hopefully if they can, and put on phenomenal matches. Obviously, everybody knows that there is some travel restrictions because of the pandemic, and I understand that. But at the same time, too, I would love to see some more notable names from each one. You know, everybody's promotion have, Fantastic green matches that we've all thought about for years and years and years. So definitely looking forward to hopefully that happening. But I'm definitely picking John Moxley to get the win over Kojima in that matchup. Moving on from that, I have my next match on the list here. It is Eddie Kingston versus Miro for Miro's TNT Championship. Uh, I was really back and forth on this match, to be 100% honest with you. And the reason why it's not taking anything away from Miro, Eddie Kingston would be a phenomenal TNT Champion. Um, and I stated this multiple times in the past two man. Eddie Kingston has some of the best promos and mic skills in professional wrestling right now. I mean, that guy's promos are fantastic. He gets you invested in anything this man does with the promos that he cuts. Because it's from the heart, man. It's real. You know, this guy has a lot of passion for the business, you know, a lot of commitment and sacrifice to be in a position that he's in currently right now. Um, and I'm a humongous fan of Eddie Kingston. But his mic skills are phenomenal. And to me, he would be a great TNT champion to promote AEW and the TNT Championship. The issue here is is Miro. Miro right now is looking phenomenal, as far as his in ring ability and what he's been doing since he's left WWE and became Miro, and working with Tony Khan in AEW. They have crafted him into being some indestructible force, which he should have been in WWE, as Rusev, and that was not the case. Now that he's been with AEW, he looks like he's under—you know—you can't beat him. And he's put on phenomenal matches and pretty much beat the hell out of everybody he faced. So I don't think Kingston's going to get the win here. I think Miro will get the win in this match and retain the TNT Championship. Moving on from that, the next match I have on my list here, it is the Young Bucks defending the AEW Tag Team Championships against the Lucha Bros in a steel cage matchup. Um, Number one, I think this match is going to be phenomenal. Uh, every time these, these two teams step in the ring, man, they tear the house down. And honestly, this match right here alone might steal the show, which is kind of shocking because I know everybody's anticipating the Darby Allen versus CM Punk match and myself included. But as far as in-ring ability and everything else that comes with these two teams, these two teams can definitely steal the show when it comes to All Out. Absolutely. Every time these two teams went head-to-head with each other, man, it just, they just tore the house down. With that being said, I think it's time that the Bucks drop the championships, man. I think it's time for somebody in the elite to drop the belts. And I think the Young Bucks are going to drop the belts to the Lucha Bros. For many, for a numerous amount of reasons. Because in the beginning it seemed as if the Jurassic Express was going to go up against the Young Bucks. And honestly, Jurassic Express is really over right now. Really over. And they deserve an opportunity to have tag team championship gold around their waist. Obviously, that didn't, you know, go down, and obviously it's going to be the Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks. But I think it's time for we get a new tag team champions in AEW. Now I'm, I'm going to pick the Lucha. I'm going to go on a limb here and pick the Lucha Bros to get the win over the Bucks and become the new AEW tag team champions. Moving on from that, the next match I have on my list here it is Chris Statlander versus Britt Baker for Baker's AEW Women's Championship. This was a no-brainer. I'm a big fan of Chris Statlander. Don't get me wrong, and I'm. You know, once she came back from injury, man, she's looked absolutely phenomenal. I mean, she has been kicking ass since she's came back. And I'm a big fan of her work, man. She's a phenomenal athlete, great wrestler. But this is Baker's time right now. You know, once Baker won this belt, man, Baker has been on one hell of a tear since she you know, became champion. She just signed an extension with Tony Khan and AEW. to stayed with AEW for quite a while. She is the catalyst for AEW right now, man. She is one of the flag bearers of AEW. She's carrying the flag for AEW right now, sky high. And I do not see her losing the belt at all out. I'd be very surprised if she were to lose the belt, but I don't think Statlander is going to be the one that takes the belt off Britt Baker. Hence the reason why I chose Ruby Riot to win the, or Ruby Soho, if you will, to win the Women's Casino Battle Royal. I think there's going to be a new name that comes in to AEW that's going to make one hell of an impact, whether it be a Ruby Soho or, you know, I heard some people say Peyton Royce or Billy Kay, what the Iconics, whatever. But if Ruby Soho is one of the competitors in that Battle Royal ends up winning, I definitely would love to see Ruby Soho versus Britt Baker because you can, I mean, the storyline itself would be perfect. Man, you can have the anti-villain with Ruby Soho, and then you have Britt Baker, who's you know, kind of the prima donna, if you will, of AEW, especially with that women's division. Um, I think it would make a great storyline and one hell of a match. So I'm gonna pick Britt Baker to get the win here and retain the AEW Women's Championship. But hopefully, I'm hoping we get to see a match between Baker and Ruby Soho down the road. Moving on from that, the next match I have on my list here, it is Chris Jericho versus MJF. Now, again, this storyline has been going on for quite a while. Way before, you know, I mean, even stemming from Inner Circle and Pinnacle, um, Jericho and MJF has a lot of storyline that's going on for months. Um... And the stipulation of this match is if Jericho loses this match, Jericho will no longer be a competitor on the roster competing for AEW. Personally, I think Jericho is going to get the win in this matchup. I don't think, <clears throat> with everything that's going on right now with AEW, I don't think it would be smart for Jericho to step away and not wrestle. There's still a lot of matches for him to do um, in AEW. Number one, I would love to see CM Punk versus uh, Chris Jericho, I think that'd be phenomenal. Um. Page rematch, you know Jericho versus Page. There's a lot of matches left that I would love to see Jericho have. Jericho versus Omega. You know what I mean? Uh, there's just there's so many matches, and right now with AEW and what they're doing and bringing in new names, I don't really want Jericho to be off the scene. Jericho versus Brian Danielson, who supposedly might be showing up to AEW here really really soon. I'm gonna pick Jericho to get the win here, but I think it's gonna be a back and forth match. It's gonna be a barn burner, but I'm gonna get Jericho. The benefit of the doubt, I think I'm going to give him the win in this matchup against MJF. So I'm going to pick Jericho to get the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, the next match I have on my list here is the, probably the most anticipated match for All Out. It is Darby Allen versus CM Punk, where it's going to be CM Punk's first in-ring match for, under the AEW banner, if you will. Um, to me, this is a no-brainer. Uh, CM Punk is definitely going to go over and get the win in this matchup. I don't see him taking the L in this match. I mean, they brought him back, and the, and even still, people are going insane. I went insane when CM Punk showed up for Rampage. It was awesome. Absolutely insane. Right in his hometown, right in Chicago. They're, the reason why some of these matches on All Out are taking a backseat, as far as storyline base is concerned, is because of CM Punk. There's a lot of hype around CM Punk right now and the match with Darby Allen. And this match could steal the show, and it might. You know, CM Punk's first in-ring match in over seven years. You know what I mean? Live from Chicago. I mean, that place is going to erupt. Everybody's going to be at the edge of their seat waiting to see this matchup, but I'm going to choose CM Punk to get the win in this matchup because there's no way I see him taking the L in this matchup. No way. Smart Money will have CM Punk getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, the next match I have on my list here, it is Kenny Omega defending the AEW World Championship against Christian Cage. To me, I do not see Cage getting a win in this matchup. Now, credit Cage is the Impact World Champion has and has beat Kenny Omega. I do not see Kenny Omega losing the AEW World Heavyweight Championship right now. Now, it's crazy for me to say that because I did say the Lucha Bros will beat the Young Bucks, become the new AEW Tag Team Champions. The reason why I said that is because it's time for new Tag Team Champions. Omega really hasn't defended that AEW World Championship and it's been a while. He had, I mean, obviously, he did the last pay-per-view, which is fine. But it ha- he hasn't really been – he's been more worried about the Impact Wrestling Championship, if, to me, in my opinion, than the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. And I cannot see Christian Cage being a double champion for Impact and AEW. I just cannot see it. And honestly, there's a lot of people actually that are disappointed with this matchup between Omega and Cage. A lot of people just don't want to see it. And, and not taking anything away from Christian Cage, but I'm, I'm going to stick to what I said – in the Beginning when Cage showed up for AEW, he's mid-card at best. I know he's a main event for all out, or at least on the card to go up against Omega for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. But I feel like it's just solely the name of being Christian Cage, and there's no one else that they can fill in this slot right now, storyline based. But again, anything can happen at all out. But I'm gonna choose Omega to get the win here and retain the AEW World Heavyweight Championship couple other things I would say, too, about All Out. Um, Number one, the whole Pac-Andrade situation. And I stated this yesterday, and I'm going to state this one more time again, that the match between Andrade and Pac is canceled. It is off. That will be rescheduled for a future AEW Rampage show down the road, which, again, is going to be a great match, and I'm looking forward to it. With that being said, Andrade, El Idolo, on his Twitter page, had put out a tweet, I believe it was yesterday, saying... Andrade El Idolo versus question mark, hashtag all out. It looks like Tony Khan might give Andrade his open challenge match, if you will. And Andrade will face a mystery opponent, possibly at all out. Now, this brings up a lot of question marks and a lot of people scratching their heads because there are some free agents out there that are needle movers in the ratings. We already got CM Punk, don't get me wrong. But there is two other guys out there that are free agents that can make a humongous noise for AEW. Number one being Brian Danielson could come in and challenge Andrade for a match. Do I think he's going to be 100% Brian Danielson? No, I do not. I think they're going to put bring in Brian Danielson in a, in a role where he might screw somebody over in a match or cause something to happen where there's a little tomfoolery going on to get someone else to win. Or he might come down to the ring and you know beat the hell out of Kenny Omega. But I don't see him competing in an in-ring match right now where there's no build. I don't see that, especially with the caliber of talent that Daniel Bryan is. The other name that, again, I would love to see work for AEW is Adam Cole. Adam Cole is a free agent where he's has no non-complete cause. He's able to wrestle literally rampage tonight. If he were to show up, Adam Cole is a big one. If Adam Cole can come in dynamite and chal- and, you know, be the open challenge for Andrade and we get a little bit of a, uh, Old NXT match between Andrade and Adam Cole, but just in AEW, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I would love to see Adam Cole in AEW. I think he would. It, it would benefit his career. Uh, you know, a hundred times over than what he was doing in WWE or what he would have done in the main roster. Um, to sign guys like CM Punk, Adam Cole, and and obviously Brian Danielson, would be huge for AEW. Huge. My other thing is, too, is I definitely think, like I just stated, that Daniel Bryant will be at All Out in some kind of capacity. I definitely think that will happen. It's been rumored for a while now. I think we might see Bryan Danielson, a.k.a. Daniel Bryan, at All Out this Sunday. I definitely see that happening, which is going to be insane. Um, it's going to be crazy. I also think we're, we're going to get the likes of Ruby Soho possibly showing up at the Women's Battle Royal. But I think there's going to be a couple surprises come All Out this Sunday. That's going to, it's going to shock the world a little bit. I do. I think they're, I think Tony Khan is, you know, saving something for the fans for all out. I really do. And it's going to be crazy. It's going to be absolutely insane. But this is my preview predictions for AEW's all out. I hope you guys are out there staying safe. Be careful and remember, stay classic. Peace.